Hey friends, welcome back to InterVarsity's Advent series, The Weary World Rejoices. We are in week two of Advent, where our theme for this week is peace and Emmanuel, God with us. My name is Julia Flaherty, and it has truly been a joy engaging in the Advent series with you. In good old InterVarsity fashion, today we are here to debrief because if we don't debrief, did it even happen? Today, we are going to hear from two incredible student leaders at Grinnell College, Diana and Rex. They bring a rich perspective to the scripture we have been in this week and ways they are connecting with God. You are going to love them. Enjoy our conversation together. Welcome, Diana and Rex. I'm so glad that you are here to share with us some of the ways that God has been moving and stirring in your hearts this week as we're in week two of the Advent season. And we are specifically this week looking at peace and God with us. So to start, though, could we get to know you a little bit? I love you and adore both of you. But I'm sure those of us who are listening would love to get to know you a little bit. Sure. Um, thanks so much for having us, Julia. My name is Diana Chega. I am a third year uh, in Grinnell College. And Diana, where is home for you? Uh, home for me is Kenya. So I'm an international student. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us um, again. My name is Rex Ford. Um, I'm also a third year and I'm in Grinnell College uh, right now. Rex, where is home for you? I'm from Ghana originally, and I'm here taking, um, here taking classes um, for university in the U.S. Great. Well, we're so excited to hear a little bit and hear your voice and how God's been moving in Advent for you. So my first question is, have you ever celebrated Advent before? I haven't. I haven't celebrated like the 24 days before Christmas. In my family, we're more of like the Christmas people. We just talk about Christmas on the actual day, but not like the 24 days leading to. I'd say it's probably a similar thing for me. We don't really have like set or standard um, days and things that we have to do. Although like getting to Christmas, a lot of activity does increase like in the church back home and so many preparations for plays or concerts and so on um, surrounding Christmas. It's a busy time either way. Wonderful. My next question is, what has it been like to engage in Advent this year? Um, it's been a path to be more intentional on just the whole, you know, the story of Christ's birth um, and his life and just being with Jesus even now, way after um, Christ's birth. And I've also been able to discover different aspects that normally we don't relate to the birth story. So something like peace and, and fear and love and loving our neighbors isn't something we normally hear on Christmas or during this time. So like having this 24 days to talk about this story and go really in-depth has been um, exciting and revealing. Yeah, what about you, Rex? 
Um, I think similarly for me, um, it's been um, interesting to um, take the step um, for the first time to try and engage something such as admin. I will admit um, though that I haven't been um, on track with most of the activities for um, the Advent series, um, just because um, I'm still coming to terms or learning what um, Advent is all about. Um, but so far in the things that I have read and uh, some of the questions that I have considered surrounding this Advent, um, it's similar to Diana, like challenging me to engage more deeply um, and explore certain topics that I may not have um, associated with the Bible story. We typically just read this. Um, by way of, oh, it's Christmas, or oh, it's getting to Christmas, let's find out what happened. Um, but now I'm exploring topics and learning deeper lessons um, by engaging in this so far. Thanks, Rex. And we have to be honest with how busy both of your schedules are right now with classwork and the end of the semester is approaching. So that is fair and valid too, Rexford. Uh, but thank you for being honest and transparent. I myself even have missed a few days along the way too. And there's nothing wrong with that. Along the way, we've talked a lot about our hearts is just to connect with God and preparing our hearts for Christmas Day. And so I love hearing that, that you're doing just that, Rex. You're engaging where you can with God to prepare your heart for Christmas. So thanks for sharing, both of you. As we think about this week, and specifically talking about peace and Emmanuel, God with us, how did God reveal himself to you so far this week? I would say just being able to listen to this podcast and actually tuning in to enjoy all the things that um, you guys have been talking about has been one way I've seen God move. Because as you've mentioned, like it's so easy as a student to just forget or not to make time for other things that could nourish yourself. Being in the podcast and listening to it has been the testimony I would say that God has helped me with during this season. Um, and I've surely benefited from listening and participating in like the prayer sessions. Thanks. What about you, Rex? Um, see, uh, similarly for me, um... Some of the activities, such as the um, breath prayer, um, have really like called me to kind of slow down and um, just really meditate and think about um, these words, some of the words we say all the time, Emmanuel, God is with us, but actually like taking the pause to like pray through that and um, say that to myself, affirm that to myself, has been helpful for me to like just pause and actually reflect on what these things mean um, that we say all the time and um, yeah, come to a deeper faith or level of understanding of these things. So I think it's been very helpful for me um, and challenging as well because sometimes you just want to keep going, but yeah. you also have to pause and think deeper. I love that. You both have mentioned the ways that different care practices or slowing down has been helpful for you. Would you, Diana, would you share with us a few of the prayer practices even this week that have been meaningful to you? Right off the bat, I could think of like just the word Emmanuel and, and saying God with us. And it's one thing to just say, yeah, God with us, like, and believing it, like, yeah, God is God with us. But then 
in the breath prayer, like where you are forcing your mind to pause and and actually think, what does God with us need? Like yeah. God with us in our spiritual lives, God with us in my academic life, God with us in my social life, and actually thinking or imagining those situations um has just opened up a lot like I found myself thinking yeah I don't think I have believed God is with me in this particular area of my life even though like it's so easy to just always say God with us like in our lives but like really thinking um and realizing there are aspects of my life I haven't thought that God is with me and then asking myself okay how can I practically think about um, how to include God or how God could be the first in that area has been very helpful. That's a profound thought. Thank you, Diana. That's even helpful for myself as I process. Rex, what about you? So still still on the prayer, um, breath prayer side of things, just um, again, like affirming some of those words. I remember one of them was, um, you are with me um, and then I will not be afraid. Um, so just um, even going through that, like as you say that and like you actually pause, certain thoughts sometimes, like as I was doing it, would crop up in my mind, oh, but there's this, but there's that. Um, and then like just saying, I will not be afraid. Um, and by extension, um, I will not be worried and so forth. Like just reminds you the fact that God is already putting things in place and um, leading us into to overcome any and everything that I am facing. Or that you are facing as you say the prayer so it's just combating thoughts of worry or fear um, by affirming those things um, to yourself as you say them yeah i love that was there a prayer practice or something that we engaged in this week that was maybe challenging or difficult for you um i think we've talked about the breath prayer a lot um but i think part of it is because for me, it's, it's been challenging to make my brain stop because even when I wasn't thinking about what assignment do I have to do next, I was thinking, yeah, I probably need to apply to that internship I saw like two weeks ago, <laughs> which is funny because when you sit down to stop thinking about things, that's when everything is coming on. Um, so that has been challenging, but also the most rewarding because as we've talked about, they're just there's just so much that you receive when you stop and observe. There's like, I think it's a way of saying, I'm aware of everything, of everything I need to do. I'm aware of all the fears, all the, the things that I'm afraid of. But in this time and in this season, I am choosing to say and believe that I will not be afraid or that God is with me. And I think it's also a, a show of faith um, because things will never stop. Like things never, ever stop. Um, yeah. But just us being like, okay, this time I will stop and I will allow God in. Um, that's been challenging, but also very, very rewarding. Preach. That's a good word, Diana. Rex, anything challenging for you this week? Yeah, um, for me, actually, um, just going through, like seeing the things coming, see, come in, seeing the podcasts and so forth. Um, I had this really... Um, huge picture in my mind um, of what Advent is, what it would entail, like having to set aside this grandiose amount of time and do this and do that. Um, but then I realized after like going through the first uh, few materials that I just had to put myself in the situation, just say, okay, I'm going to do this. It's not going to be such a big deal. I just have to start something 
and it was really easy um, like getting into it once I started listening to the person leading the podcast, the music playing in the background. Like I could really feel myself wanting to draw deeper. Um, and I was, I was shocked a bit because um, in my mind, I was thinking it was going to be this thing that I have to spend so much time on. Um, but it was actually easy to get in the mood right away and begin thinking about and reflecting on the prayer and so forth. Um, so that's something that has challenged the way I think of um, Advent and some of these other um, practices, even the breath prayer and so forth, um, that I hope will continue to go carry forward through this Advent. Wow. Yeah. I love the ways that you use the phrase, it draws me in deeper. I love that. To just take a few moments to draw in deeper to the heart of God. Mm-hmm. Thanks for Rex preaching to us too. Here we are. (laughs) As we think about Elizabeth and Joseph this week too in the scripture, and as we journey with them and see this crazy wild plan, like I know we've talked a little bit about, can you imagine? First of all, we've got an angel and I, I don't know what an angel actually looks like. I've never seen an angel but I'm pretty sure that I I would be freaking out. Probably like jumping up and down. Seeing an angel would be pretty profound, I think. But not only do we see an angel appear to both Mary and Joseph, but they're receiving news from God of this incredible plan that Mary and Joseph are going to be a part of. And while it's exciting and beautiful, and really a redemption story of how God's going to redeem his people and save his people that he loves deeply, it's also very risky for Mary and Joseph. They're risking their reputations. They're risking many things. And so as we consider Mary and Joseph and the risk that it's going to take, how has that stirred in your own life? As you consider, is God calling you to risk in different ways? Maybe even on campus. Has he ever called you to something risky that you've maybe been nervous about or afraid to do? I don't know. Maybe you have had an angel come to you. But I'd love to hear maybe from either of you, has anything come up that has surfaced this week as you consider, what has God called you to that's risky? Well, first of all, I would say the levels, and I hadn't gotten this until you just um, summarized the whole chapter again, but like the different levels of acceptance for Mary and and Joseph is crazy. Like first they have, first Mary has to accept, yeah, there's an angel in the room talking to me. Then she has to accept that (laughs) um, I'm going to be pregnant and I'm not married yet. And, you know, the whole culture being like, oh, you have to be married before you even think about getting a baby and then she also has to think oh yeah and this child is supposed to be the king or like an heir of David like all those things and then Joseph also has to accept that yeah people are going to talk or there's an angel in my dream and we have to move like all those things I just find that very like wow um because I know like I feel like sometimes God will tell me just something small, like, hey, do you want to reach out to this friend um, from your class? And I'm thinking, really? You know, like, uh, 
I don't want them to think like this. But like, and then I'm seeing Joseph and Mary having to accept so many things. And it's just, it's so challenging, yet awesome to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're human beings like I am, like, like we all are. It's not like there's special spiritual beings. They're just yeah. human beings like we are. Um, and it's, wow. And then seeing, and us having that advantage of like seeing the end result that Jesus then was born and, and Jesus did so many things. It's giving me so much hope to realize how much that yes could lead to so many yeses for so many people. We now look up to Joseph and Mary and maybe they didn't know that we would be studying them right now. They probably <laughs> didn't. <laughs> that simple yes, just it surpasses all the risks and all the fears and it's, it doesn't mean the risk and the fear isn't there I mean they had to move and the children end up being killed by King Herod but the results are just big and awesome um, they prove God is there that's a good word thank you Diana Rex anything for you yeah I don't know if I can top that amazing word by Diana I know Diana <laughs> You're giving us all the revelation. The fire. Yep, yep. Fire. <laughs> Come on. I'll try. I'll try and add my my two cents. Um. So I think um some of the things that stood out to me um just reading this story. Word says um Mary found favor with God. Um is something that stood out to me. And it's like sometimes when like we are called to deeper levels of obedience or called given a certain purpose um with God. Sometimes you may feel like, oh, this is too great. This is too big. I can't do this by myself. And we are exactly right. But also, um, God has given us his favor and he has um, made a way for us like in advance. Um, even before calling Mary, he had already um, thought about this plan. He, had, he already knew that what direction to give them, where they should go. And we do see him showing up throughout the story to guide and lead them um, in every situation, every roadblock that comes their way. Um, so I think that that piece of um, finding favor, um, us finding favor with God, not through our works or anything we can do, but just because God is a good God and um, He favors us um, throughout everything He's calls He calls us um, or He's called us to do. Um, that's something that was um, really striking to me. And then another piece I think Diana touched on this was the element of obedience and us giving God um, our yes, because um, God God is looking for us to say yes to um, different things that he calls us to. And it's not really about us having figured it all out. Um, I doubt Mary in this situation knew like exactly what to do next. Probably had some thoughts and questions, but her immediate um, reaction was, okay, yes, I'm willing. Here's your servant. Let your will be done. And, and that's something that I think um, I personally am trying to do in my day-to-day um, wherever I feel God leading me just saying yes and um, taking the next step wow giving God our yes say that again Rex wow let's put that on a poster somewhere oh well anything else that either of you two want to leave us with any parting words as you think about this week and applying what God is teaching you to our lives um, your words, Julia, of like, I mean, this words in the poster just, and then thinking about the word peace, I, I just thought that there is peace in our yes. 
normally there's, we think there's worry and of course there is risk and there is pain sometimes, but I'm just hearing, yeah, there's peace in our, yes, that's something we normally don't think about. Um, and I, I'm definitely writing this down after this, <laughs> that there is peace in my yes, so I could remember. Uh, whenever God calls us, there's always like peace in that yes. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm writing and learning from you both too. I'm writing things down. <laughs> Anything for you, Rex? Okay, so just as, just as um, Diana was saying her last few words, a song with the exact same words um, that she said popped into my mind. And the song is I'll Just Say Yes um, by Brian Courtney Wilson. Um, you guys should check it out if you get the chance. And it's the main theme of the song is I'll Just Say Yes, You Lead the Way. Um, I'll Trust in You, What You Have to Say. And the chorus is um, Yes, Lord, Yes, Lord, My Heart is Yours, I believe. You might have to double check me on that one, but um, that's that's the essence of the song, and um, I believe it's really something that is echoed um, within these um, verses between both Mary and Joseph, and their um, willingness to say yes and to heed to what God has commanded. And one like one um, piece of it also, like through all this story, we see that like it's all crowned in joy and it's all crowned in peace. Um, like we've mentioned, um, saying yes, yielding to God brings peace and brings joy um, when his words are fulfilled in our lives. Um, so it's something we should look forward to, um, try to look for every opportunity to yield to what God is doing, um, wherever we see God moving or calling us um, to do certain things, say yes, um, and experience the peace and joy that comes from um, obedience to him. Wow, you too. Thank you for debriefing with us helping us reflect on our journey throughout this week and naming places and ways that God is moving in our hearts and our minds and in our lives. Thank you for inviting us to say yes and to look for peace in places where we are taking risks for God. We're very grateful and we love you. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Aren't they incredible? I'm sure you are all wanting to come on InterVarsity staff after getting to see the outstanding students we get to walk alongside. Thanks for taking time to listen. We hope and pray as you reflect, God would be present with you. A friendly reminder, you can find the reflection guide in the email that was sent to you. One final note, as we continue to journey in seeking God as Emmanuel, we want to continue to acknowledge some of us are experiencing deep pain and loss in our lives this year. We might still be weary, even if we are walking faithfully with God. As we wrestle with our fears and hardship, it might have been hard to find peace. And that, my friends, is us waiting and longing for Jesus to come again. We are in Advent of anticipating the arrival of Jesus' second coming, to come and make all things right again. We cling to hope in knowing God as Emmanuel and also sit in the tension that our world and lives aren't restored completely yet. We want to give you permission to grieve and lament places of loss and encourage you to do that in your time of reflection if the Lord leads. 
Again, thank you for allowing us into this sacred place in your life. We pray God is so near to you today. Take care, everyone.